0: This is the Yaku Boyan Show. Thank you for joining. Together, we will restore our America. Thank you so much. Today's show is about fear. I'm very excited about the show because I do believe that we have a fearful nation. People are afraid today of being politically incorrect. They are afraid today of not being liked. They're afraid today of speaking their mind because of how people may react, like them or dislike them, etc., etc. So we actually don't have people being honest today. Because they're giving you the version of themselves that they think you want. And how could they know? How could we ever know what others really think about ourselves? The best thing you can do, and the only thing you really can do, is to be yourself, and to be authentic, and to be honest. And by that, you will contribute the most to society, because no one is like you. There are no two that is alike. Philip, and my wife, often says, when two are alike... One is unnecessary. I do not want you to be unnecessary. I want you to be very relevant. So let's unpack a couple things real quick. i me give you a couple examples. Let's say one of you out there has a fear of heights or a fear of claustrophobia, you know, tight spaces. Most people will say, well, if I have a fear of heights, I'm going to go bungee jump and get over my fear. Or if I have a fear of water, of swimming, I'm just going to force myself to go in the water or force myself into tight spaces and the notion that an external event could change what you feel internally i think is inaccurate i do not think it's going to produce results for you i think it's going to perpetuate your fear and it's going to bolster it and you could fake it maybe for a while but internally ultimately fear is internal it's not external danger is external right In 2 Timothy, in the book of 2 Timothy in the Bible, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, God says, I did not give you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. Very interesting. Power, love, and sound mind. We're going to unpack that because I think those three things have to work in tandem to have a healthy, functioning human being that is fearless and I want you to become fearless. I want I want to see an America again where we are fearless. Because fear, my friends, is not real. Danger is real. Danger can be measured. Danger can be be Protected against. You can be protected against danger by learning self defense, situational awareness. We talk about this all the time how to understand your environment and what's in the environment, what goes on. But fear is a spirit. And in order for you to be fearful of something or someone, you have to make an agreement with fear. You have to literally come into an agreement with that spirit instead of coming to the into an agreement with the spirit of power love and sound mind i want to unpack those three things because i really would like for you for me for you for this nation in order for us to restore this country we once again have to become a people that are not fearful that are not afraid of of what is politically correct or what will be said on the college campus if you're the only christian that stands up or you're the only person that speaks pro-life, or whatever the issue is, you're the only person that speaks up against the Christmas party and says, look, I don't think that's a good idea. People today hold their tongue because they're afraid. People don't try things because they're afraid. People get stuck, and you may be stuck in the same job for 40 years, something you do not like doing, something you're not skilled at doing really, you're better at something else, but you're afraid to take a step. We, we know that <clears throat> historically, women want structure. Women want security. Typically, men would be more adventurous. Men would take higher risk, etc. I want you to understand there's a difference between not being fearful and being a crazy risk taker. Right? And not calculating risk. That's not what we're talking about. That's why God says, have a, have a spirit of sound mind. See, those three things have to work in tandem. I believe that today we're seeing a political climate where people are throwing things at each other. People are yelling at each other. They cannot have a cordial debate, not an argument, because nobody wins an argument. You understand that, right? Nobody wins an argument. It's like a fight. Both people get hurt in a fight. Right? No, you don't walk away from a fight without getting hurt. And you cannot win an argument, but we can absolutely debate And we should be able to agree to disagree on certain things. But the second fear is in the equation. Emotion steps in and then mudslinging happens. And it's defense. When you are fearful, you will protect. You will defend. You will become defensive. You will make it personal. Those are signals and triggers that you are afraid of something. And I want you to really analyze yourself... And be a person that, that has no fear. Is it possible? Absolutely. <clears throat> I used to be very fearful. I was fearful of losing my mother, for instance. We were raised by a single mom. No dad. So at night, I couldn't sleep. I would, I would do rounds in the house as a, as a 15-year-old. From my brother's bed to my sister's bed to my mother's bed. To make sure that they were okay. To make sure in a, in a tough climate in South Africa politically at the time, when there was a lot of break-ins and, and robbery, etc., cetera, etc., there was a lot of racial tension by both sides. <clears throat> and as you know, if you know me a little bit, we were raised by saying all men and women are equal, right? My mom is an, an amazing woman, walks on water. The woman loves the Lord, and she truly loves people. But I was very afraid. I was afraid for my brother, and as you then know, my sister got sex trafficked. And and this is why I'm telling you, the things you fear will manifest in your life. They're going to happen. Because again, another scripture tells us, as a man thinks, so is he. So I really want you to self-analyze. I want you to take stock, take notes, and really dig in deep. And be honest with yourself. And ask yourself, what are you afraid of? And it may be spiders. It may be... You know, sex trafficking, it may be afraid of the dark, whatever it is. I want you to be wise and prudent, but not afraid. So let's dive into these three things that I believe God gives us. A spirit of power, love, and sound mind versus a spirit of fear. Because if you are afraid, you made an agreement with fear. You've allowed that element to take a hold of your life. And it's controlling. I mean, you know that. You, you understand the things that you're afraid of. They control you. Quick little story. <clears throat> when I played professional sport, there was a saying that if you think, don't drop the ball as a wide receiver or a rugby player or, or a running back, if your thought process is don't drop the ball, you're going to drop the ball. You're going to drop the ball a lot. Because that is what you give energy. That is what you're thinking about. And you will tighten up. You will stress. You will be fearful of making a mistake. And you will play tight versus loose. I want you to go through life without fear so that you make fast, quick, healthy decisions under pressure, right? And that you don't lock up. So let's look at a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of sound mind. I believe those three things are inseparable. Let's say you have power, right? You have a spirit of power. You believe that you're powerful. You actually believe it, not just physically, but your personality is powerful, your opinions are powerful, and you you exert power when you walk into a room, you command a room. But let's say you're not operating in a spirit of love, then that power will be offensive. That power will push people away when it was really designed to pull them closer, to make them feel safe, to make you an individual that can step into any situation, man or woman, and create a better place for people. If it's without love, that power will offend, that power will destroy, and ultimately that power will become selfish. It will be self-motivated. You will abuse the power for self-gain. How often do you see that in life? We call bullies a bully, abusing power. Some of you who work a job, some of your employers abuse power, right? Because it's not coming from a spirit of love. Here is a lot of power used for good because it's coming, because there's also an agreement that it has to be in the spirit of love. Well, let's talk about sound mind. Let's say you have power and love. But not sound mind you're going to make bad decisions if you do not take counsel if you're self-righteous if you're a know-it-all if you think you've got it all figured out or you're afraid to ask for help and thereby you do not have a sound mind or you lend your ears or your heart to a movement like what we're seeing in politics today that is attached to evil you will not have a sound mind Well, now what happens to your power and your love? It doesn't look stable. Because what comes out of your mouth doesn't look stable. You look erratic. Now your power is erratic power. It's dangerous. And then the love will not be seen. There's no way. If you act erratically with your mouth or your heart, right? And what the heart's filled with the mouth will run over with. Huge. Big deal. You really need to pay attention to what people say, and you need to pay attention to how they say it, because it is, in fact, what is inside. But if sound mind is not there, it is like having power and love and, and the dressing, how it is dressed, how it is presented to public, how it is presented in a situation. You may come with a lot of authority and a lot of power and really a lot of love. But if it's not of sound mind, if logic is not involved, if emotion is not taken out of—not passion—I'm passionate, but emotion, being emotional about it, right? Too opinionated. If emotion is not taken out of it, the love and the power will not be—the love will not be seen. Number one, and the power will be misconstrued. It will look self-righteous. Well, let's say you have sound mind, right? But you're not coming from a spirit of power. You do not actually believe that what you have to say is important. That people will listen. Or the job you do is important. Or your contribution to the team has value. Or you don't believe that the team sees value in you. Then a sound mind is not going to do you any good because you're going to look weak and i'm not talking about everybody being domineering just charging into a room and taking over everybody being alpha male my my wife is the absolute opposite of an alpha right but she is very powerful in a room there is a steadiness and a peace in her silence that is so certain that when she speaks it's so well thought out sound mind very logical very well covered and it's delivered in love and it changes the room you can literally affect your climate your environment and circumstance there is no question about it if you operate from a place where fear is not present you break ties with the spirit of fear you bind with the spirit of power love and sound mind and those three need to work together let's say you have love everything in you man you love people You love people, but you are insecure. There's no power behind that love. That love is not delivered with substance. It's not delivered with certainty, right? Then the love will not carry. People will not experience it. You will fade. You will blend in. You will not have the presence that you need. Let's say you have the love and power and no sound mind, right? We talked about that. Then you come across crazy. Or you come across erratic. But let's say all you have is power and no love. Like we said earlier, then it's domineering. So I really believe it is power, love, and sound mind. Now I want to go further. And I want to tell you, in that order. In that order. Because if you do not have self-confidence, there is no way that you're going to actually get to show people your heart. You're not going to get to show people the love that you really carry. And this is where we get stuck today in the the race argument. Right? In racism today. There are so many people today that have the right heart. They have the right love. But the confidence to inject themselves in that conversation is not there. So the love is not experienced. Or... The love is there, but they get really emotional about it, and they look erratic. They look crazy. So I want you to dive deep today, this week, and really go ask yourself, make a list. What do you fear and why? And the why also has to have a when. When did you start fearing it? What happened? Now, some of these things may be very, very difficult, such as a girl goes through a rape, and she fears men. Anybody of sound mind would say, well, there's a legitimate reason for her to fear. I say no. I say no. There's a legitimate reason for her to know that evil exists and some people are coming to hurt you and danger is real. But you've got to push fear out because fear is internal. You cannot You cannot make an agreement with fear internally because when you're afraid that'll consume you from the inside out and nothing can help you. So yes, something as horrifying as rape, I want that girl to go, there are bad men. They exist. Evil is very real. Some people may come to hurt me. So it is dangerous to trust anybody. It is dangerous as a college student to go get inebriated, completely plastered, drunk and lose your faculties because someone may take advantage of you. It is dangerous to just trust without any verification, without a sound mind, right? But do not fear it. Whatever you fear will consume you. You cannot make an agreement with fear. That cannot happen. Identify danger. Analyze danger. Have a sound mind about danger. Get training against the danger. Like I said, something as horrifying as a rape. I still do not want that person, man or woman, to, to live in fear because it is suffocating. Being fearful of anything is debilitating. It robs you. It robs you of your talent, it robs you of your abilities, and ultimately it's going to rob you of your future, and you are better than that. You are worth more than that. I want more for you, but I do want you to identify danger. And I don't want you to be stupid about it. I want you to see danger is real, but there are ways to combat danger. Because it is external. You can protect yourself from danger, but fear is internal it doesn't go away it attacks you particularly when you're weak and when you're quiet it hits you at night you dream about it it starts consuming you you start changing your life to revolve around it you cannot do that i do not want that for you okay i want you to be powerful to operate in and from a position of love and to have a sound mind even those who hurt you, you can love them. You do not have to agree with them and you do not have to walk with them, but you can forgive and love. God says, Love the sinner, hate the sin, right? Doesn't say go be their friend. Doesn't say be close to them. Doesn't say let people hurt you. This perpetual hurt. But do you know how many women today do not leave a relationship because they're afraid that they will not have another? They're afraid of what would happen to them when they take a stand? And therefore they make an agreement with a spirit of fear and they allow real danger close because they're afraid. See, I'm going to tell you today, when I say whatever you fear will consume you, I say it because when you're afraid of something, you actually allow it closer to you than you would if you saw it as danger. True. It's very true. Look at the battered wife syndrome. Or what we call the Romeo effect, right? Guys abusing girls. And they're afraid to say something, so they keep the guy close. But the second they break with the spirit of fear, and they identify that that is dangerous. Now I'm going to put measures in place to eliminate the danger. To keep myself safe. You're actually going to take the danger and push it away from you. When you do not operate in a spirit of fear. So I want you to identify what you're afraid of. And I want you to absolutely kill it. Kill that spirit. And let's come into an agreement that you are powerful. You have purpose. You've got so much to say and to do. You can do all things in and from a position of love. And you have to. Because if love is not present, then all things are empty. You could have power and sound mind. But if it's not in love, it will not last. It will not change things. The only way we are going to restore our America together is if we fear nothing. And we come from a place of power. Right? Love without question. Undeniable. Non-negotiable. And sound mind. Good, clean, clear, logical thinking. Do not entertain crazy. I've told you before. If you entertain crazy then you're crazy. So please go identify what you're afraid of and let's deal with these things. It may take a lot of prayer. It may take repeated efforts. But first, let's agree that you understand that in order for you to be afraid of something, you made an agreement with a spirit of fear. We're going to eliminate that spirit from your life and you're going to come into agreement with power, love and sound mind. Thank you so much for joining. Together, we will... Restore our America. See you next time. You are listening to the Yakuboyance Show. Together we will restore our America. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe here and get more information at yakuboyance.com.